Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Bobby Moore and Sir Jeff Hurst The trailer broken and Billy Bones Apollo DiCaprio West Ham United We celebrate our victories Stick together in defeat. I'm proud of our history. West Ham United, more than just a podcast. More than just a podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. This is more than just a podcast. Again, it is. <laughs> it is you know we're having a few technical issues with our uh, podcast provider this week this is uh, recording number six believe it or not uh, <laughs> it's season 10 it's episode 32 and uh the gang is back in town without john and he's probably really glad of that um george where are you and what are you doing uh i am at Again. home wishing i wasn't recording this podcast with you uh, Len, where are you? What are you doing? I'm in the studio wishing I took the pins out. And Nigel, where are you? What are you doing? I'm in my shed. Yeah, move on. Yeah. That was so last recording. Uh, yeah, that was so last recording. Um, anyway, um, we are the the uh, highest ranking London team in the Premier League. We are fourth. We're in Champions League place. We're above Liverpool. We're above Chelsea. We're above um, um, Arsenal. Uh, mind the gap. Nine points ahead of uh, the Spurs. Dirty Spurs. Uh, Nigel, what did you make of the game? Are you, are you a happy hammer? I am a happy hammer. Can you not yeah. tell by my voice? Well, I don't know. It's difficult to say because most of the time you're a miserable bastard. Even yes. Nigel's happy. Even I am happy. I am because uh, I saw us play and now I'm a believer. Champions Oh, so you don't want Scott Parker anymore. Here we come. Well, no. Oh, well, the Scott Parker one day I think will make a great West Ham manager. But at the moment we're doing all right with David Moyes' army. Oh, I'm so I'm so glad so, you, you, you approve. No, oh, yes, I do approve. <laughs> um it was a we rode our luck, you know. Um, my my jaw looks on, just you know, at one point, um, which I'd have been absolutely gutted about. And um, it was it was a hard it was, watch at the end. Well, it was it? especially with that 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 late um, weird sun. Um, 
when he hit the post and Sanchez, and it just you know your luck's in. Mm. Yeah, you know when when yeah. we clear the ball, it deflects off Sun, it loops up over the keeper, hits the post, and and bounces at a funny angle away from the bloke waiting to tap it into an empty net to equalise. Yeah, that's right. Um, I find it quite telling that Gareth Bale probably had his best game for Tottenham and yet they lost. So it's yeah, good to see did, that he, he's not come back to, you know, we all remember Gareth Bale with the Upton Park days when he used to turn up and hit a perler into the top corner or bend a free kick or, you know, 40-yard pass that led to a goal. You know, none of that happened, fortunately. I thought our defence was outstanding. Rice's clearance where he sprinted past two West Ham players as well as two Tottenham players to um, clear, I think it was a bow cross into the centre, was an outstanding piece of play. Suchek, um, the bang on the head. Bloody hero. Yeah. Bloody the, the hero. bang on the head. Um, you know, he goes down with the other legends, doesn't he? Like Ince, Alvin Martin, Tom Breaker. Fantastic. <laughs> What's his start this Tom Breaker shit? Who said me? Tom Breaker? Was that you? <laughs> Who do you think? Who do you think said it? Yeah, winding me up, right? So, oh. so basically, George, let me tell you a story. So I, I wrote, wrote a story or did a tweet about bloody heroes, right? People that had bled for West Ham. So obviously you've got Billy Bonds in, in 1980. I forget who it was. Again. Twice, actually, 1980. Um, with a bandage, you remember. He was playing and then Orient there was, oh, in the cup, but he got the yeah. kick against Orient. That's it. That's it. Yeah, Preston, you're right. So then you had Alvin Martin in 1985. I'm trying to remember the game. Can't remember it. And then I asked if there was any more, and someone sent me on a picture, and I just didn't recognise him. So I said, "Who's this?" And on 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 uh, hold up. What's that? I did ignore you, said, you for two hours. Tom, yeah. You said Tom Breaker, and I went, I know Tim Breaker, I don't know Tom. And you went, you know nothing about football. And both of them kept on trying to tell me, right, that it's Tom Breaker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we... Who, by the way, was Doctor Who. Oh, I've, uh, I've been guilty of that before. Who, Tom Breaker was one of the best yeah. Doctor Who's. <laughs> yeah, he was. It's a joke, Tom Baker. Come on, I'm having oh, a laugh. I'm having a laugh. You never know you. Yeah, I know. Pop, anyway. Who, what, what, Tim Breaker, it, was there any West Ham fans that have bled for the cause? West Ham fans? Um, Mate, yeah, I'll tell you what, I, I got a smack on the nose of White Sunday <laughs> one night. Right. There was plenty Ham, of claret all over the place. West Ham players, West Ham players. Um, well, I'd, I mean, I'm sure there was more than that. but um, We just haven't got pictures just, of them. Yeah. Anyway... Back to the game. I mean, both both. Um, the the both telling thing for me was I saw a great picture, and and it it was like real men, what real men should be, and it was a picture of Salah diving against Suchek with his eye pumping. Because when you watch Suchek, his clash of heads, does he roll around on the floor? No, he don't. He gets up and still looks to block the ball in case it comes near him. Now that that is uh, you know an outstanding, yeah, he's 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 elevating himself, Suchek. Every game mm-hmm. that he plays, even what made me like when Kufal went down injured, and I don't know if he ran in to be the translator, but I'm guessing Kufal struggles a bit with English, but that that was quite. Um, he sprinted to make sure Kufal was all right, and um, 
Trans- Who's your man in the match? For us, do you know, I thought Dawson was outstanding at the back. He was, wasn't he? He made some great interceptions. There was one header from across that, that he, he, he took it off of, um, I don't know, the top of the player. I, I think thought, it might have been Sunzed that was coming in at the back. I thought Cresswell was a player no one wanted. Storm yeah. in the first half. Cresswell. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, but Cresswell let more go, didn't he? You could tell he was angry with himself for doing that. But um, it was a team effort, though, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was and hard yeah, to really pick down the whole, Yeah. Have they explained what the whole band thing was about yet? Have they explained that at all? Well, Jesse Lingard has, has frequently done that celebration, so I'd imagine... Has he? Right. Okay, uh, so it was a Jesse Lingard. The best band really name right. I saw was the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was some there's some good memes out there isn't there that's well like before we move on to someone else how did you celebrate the win and did you wind up people just celebrate the wife what what how did you um celebrate beating spurs uh i, I went and had me um james sponge and custard Ooh, that was held over nice. from me sunday dinner while i was watching the game Oh, nice. nice. So, did you watch it with Charlie? I did watch it with Charlie, yeah. Was, was Charlie happy? Yeah, yeah. I do, I, I'm not a gloater. I don't like to gloat over my Spurs supporting fans. Oh, really? Um, oh. Especially when, like, oh. if you remember Richard, who I brought to the, 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 the supporters yeah, yeah, club. Yeah, yeah. So we were working together today. So it was just the thing I went, do you want me to do it now to like get it out of the way? Or, well, you know, I wouldn't do it to you. No, that's true. That's true. And then when we got on the building site, I took great delight in pointing out he was a Tottenham fan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, dear. Let's move on. Georgie George. Hello, Sean. This is what, you know, sometimes you'll blame your dad, right, for making you a West Ham fan, right? But yesterday, right? This is why we're West Ham fans. This is why you wouldn't want to be a Man United, a Chelsea, or a Man City fan. This is what it's all about. Do you agree or disagree? Uh, I don't. I, I don't think yesterday in particular is what it's all about. I think it, I've been through a lot of up and downs in my years as a West Ham fan. Um, I wouldn't change it for the world. Um, I started. I started a podcast about West Ham ten years ago. Now look where it is. You did. Yeah, um, I know. Did you know so in the Black Lion? The show is the host. Yeah, no, it's, it's Sean's. It's Sean's. I am podcast. the host because I host. Ask the questions. You're the presenters. George is the founder. It depends when you listen, though, it. Sean. It depends when you listen. What do you mean? Well, people, if they listen back to season four, for instance, I was the host. Yeah. Anyway. You were the host. I did listen, yeah, I right. did listen to, uh, I was. I didn't actually know you were going to be on. I was I was um, on my way to John's house because we formed a bubble because we got the little one. And yeah. uh, um, I was on my way to John's house with TalkSport on in the car on the way to watch the game. And uh, all of a sudden, this voice popped up on the car radio. <laughs> Hello, I'm Sean Whetstone. Host of more than just a podcast. The host. The host. Um, did I actually use the word the host? You did. I think you did, yeah. <laughs> oh, it it's fun. It's fun. I'll leave off. I think that's relatively it's a accurate. I'm yeah, I'm thinking more of accurate names to be. <laughs> I've never taken away your fan, did it? When, when you came up with the idea, John, yourself, and myself were sitting in the black line, if I remember rightly. I actually think it was on the back of, the, of a bus. Um, 
From, See, I remember from, it being in a pub. No, it was on the on the back of a bus from Upton Park down to Canningtown Station. I said, look, we should do our own one. Let's call was it, it this. a 15 or a 5? I think it was a 5. Mm. That does ring a bell. There you go. Um, cool. What was the question? Anyway. Is it what's all about? What, and I, <laughs> I, I, I watched it with... I'll, I'll just give my uh, my my experience. Yeah. Go on. Um, I, did, I watched it with John. I said to John about 30 minutes into the first half, I thought we scored early on. And I thought, I said, everyone's playing well. I couldn't pick a bad performance out. Like you said, I think it was a proper, proper team effort. Um, I think Cresswell had one of the best halves of football I've seen him play. He was reading everything, intercepting everything. Um, You know, there was a moment in the first half where he looked like he was dilly-dallying on the ball in the box. And John was shouting at him saying, what's he doing? What's he doing? And, he ended up playing like a worldy ball out on the wing to someone and it's just mm. like, that's what he's doing. Um, so yeah, he was impressive in first half. He did obviously lose more for the goal and had a couple of dodgy moments, I think with the throw in and stuff like that. So um, he'd be up there for man of the match for me. But yeah, in terms of the, the game itself, I can't say I enjoyed it. I was uh, feeling very nervous towards the end because I have a very, um, one of my good friends is a very vocal Tottenham fan. And I really enjoyed giving it to him yesterday, giving him stick. So uh, I wanted to hold on for that sense. But um, it wasn't a particular easy watch towards the end. I was trying to distract no. myself for the last six minutes of a stoppage time, just trying to do something else, just let yeah. those minutes slip away. I but, turned over and watched Lawrence of Arabia, I yeah. must admit, for about oh, 60 so seconds. I'm going to go for a walk or something, just not watch this now. I just I just couldn't. I just what? found it. I mean, not long. I did watch but it. I just I turned it off for... Uh, I didn't turn off. For I about watched it. One minute. Um, one and a half minutes. So, yeah, it was it was a very, a very enjoyable win at the end of it, but I can't say it was an enjoyable watch. But yeah, what a performance. Did you wind anyone else up? Damn, did no, you it was celebrate? No, it was just it was just my friend Martin. Um he's a very, very vocal Tottenham fan. He when they were top of the league at the beginning of the season, he would send a daily screenshot of the league table to the group we're in. Um so yeah, we've I've enjoyed sending them back yesterday. Um yeah. so yeah surely you main, should do it every day. Yeah, I might do that. I might do that. I don't want to. I don't want to sink to his level. Do you know what I mean? Just want to give him the initial dig. They, they reckon it doesn't bother them, do they? Don't they? Well, according to you, Sean, all that matters is social media reactions. So, I noticed that you're into your talk sport. You mentioned that twice. Yeah, <clears throat> but it did. It wound a few up. For some who say it doesn't wind them up, it did. It does. It winds them up. Good. Um. Who was your man in the match? Uh, Got to be Declan Rice, I think. I think he was he was a stand-up performer. It, you know, made some some very important blocks. Really talked about that that goal line clearance he made. Pretty much, um, he was solid throughout. I think he was making moves forward when we were very very defensive, and he was trying to get the ball forward. But, you know, it's not unlike him. He's been probably man of the match in a lot of the games this season. So, not a surprise. Good. Um, well, last but not least. Oh, I probably am least, making, to be honest. Making a noise on the background, uh, on, on the mic, Amadrao. Um Len, what, what did you make of it? Are you a happy boy? Oh, yeah. 
That's all I've got to say about it. I just enjoy the moment, do you know what I mean? It's a bit difficult to pick a man in a match, although because of the head injury, I'll probably pick Suchak in his reaction to it. I mean, that sets an example to the old team. So if, if someone does that, then I think he should be man in the match. Antonio took his chance, which was yeah, added to him on the plate. Goal, wasn't it? Oh, it was the really softest goal I've ever seen. They watched him put the bushes put a cross in, and then we had two two goes at it. it was, the the defence was just like statues. But you know what? Who cares? Yeah. Well, do you know what? Let me tell you a little story on that. A Spurs journalist I know said to me, we've got some of the weakest fa- uh, centre-backs you'll ever face today, Sean. If I was you, I would bung on a few quid on Mikel Antonio to score first. So <laughs> I put a fiver on at 11 to 2. And, of course, it came straight in as well. Yeah. And uh, I, I went back to the journal and I said, thanks for the tip, mate. You know, you just owe me a few quid. And he went, I went, did you bet on it as well? He went, oh, no, I don't bet against my own team. So, yeah. I did. Thanks, Harry. Thanks, Harry. Did you bet on uh, no, that as I well? No, I bet against my own team. So when they scored, I put I, think I put a tenner on Tottenham to win, just because I knew if I bet on it, it wouldn't happen. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did um, you also not have one nil, though, Sean? I did. I had, I had two quid yeah. uh, on a 1-0. I really I celebrated it. that second goal when it won. Yeah, but you know, I cashed out, though. You oh, missed it. I cashed out. Did you cash out? You cashed out for £3. I £4.50. At half-time, yeah, it was what, giving me odds. What, what was going on with that goal, by the way? Have we talked about that? Have I missed that? We haven't talked about that. Oh, so, man, uh, yeah. What was that, that all about? Dodgy. That looked the proper, Jesse Lingard proper dodgy. I mean, even the way he put his flag up and couldn't even be asked to straight yeah, his but arm. Hang on, he, but, yeah, he, yeah, but he didn't do it kind of half heartedly, didn't he? Like, half almost like, oh, Jesus I think, Christ. I think that might be offside. Um, <laughs> um, uh, offside? Um, anyone? <laughs> no, no, no. He thought, it was a fucking he thought, joke. He thought, hang on, he thought Fournells had touched it. Oh, fuck off. He still weren't offside, even if he did. Oh, well. Ray Charles could um, see he never touched it. Now, listen. It was Chelsea all over again. Remember I said on the last... Well, at least we got it right right tonight. Um, well, our friend was there. Otherwise, that was chalked off, like the, the 12-yard Sean. Chelsea free kick. Sean, why are you trying to stick up for him? Do you have like some Who? kind of relationship with no, the No, 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 no. I just think he made a mistake. Although, nah. I was laughing. I'm just going to call out one of our listeners. Stel on Irons United was making lots of mistakes on his Sunday show last night. And one of them, he went... because he pays oh, so much attention to you. He said, he said, VIR was looking for every excuse to rule out the Lingard goal. And I think, uh, no. They probably were. <laughs> it was the opposite. No, they weren't. They, they, they overturned well, what it. What were they looking it for? Given, yeah, but they were looking for something. They were looking for something. They were replaying three different things. First, the offside. Then if there was a handball there. You could of see course. him looking for something. Of course and it was, they were looking for it. The, the flag went up. No, they were looking, they were they were looking, looking to give us the goal. No, they weren't. Yeah, they were looking to disallow it. The goal was given. Yeah, the goal. No, the goal wasn't given. Listen, the there's no way that flag five. should have gone up and for a start. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but the goal wasn't given until VAR. And the point I'm making is VAR gave the goal. They didn't rule out the goal. They gave the goal. Well, they couldn't find nothing to rule it out. 
Oh, you little fake. Listen. It's not conspiracy theory. No, Jesus. I, I disagree, actually. I think it is. I think we're getting to that point. After what I said about that Chelsea game, which is when we were in the same situation that we were going into the top four, and they paced 12 yards out, and Leicester were in the top four as well, and they paced 12 yards out, for a, a goal kick, a, a free kick, and they gave a penalty with there's nowhere near the box. I'm going out there. I'm putting my hand up. I'm saying there is a conspiracy because that flag going up for our goal, after what Lingard virtually done from his own half, was a joke. It was a good goal. It was a, it was a joke. And there should have been an inquiry just for the flag to be The result frank. came. And I, I don't think we should give the lino a, um, a hard No, time. I think if you look at it, it, it there was a coming together of um, Lingard and Fournells. And probably yeah. from where the linesman was, he couldn't see who'd actually touched the ball. And I, it's a strange it's, one. It's because- right. It- doesn't matter, or, or Len, I can't remember who said it. It doesn't matter because neither are offside anyway. No, that's true. And that's the thing. The, the, what I don't get is why the linesman put his flag up so late because the fact the goal was scored, they know it's going to be checked anyway. Yeah. And that's the bit that wound me up. Late. For the record, they were going to disallow the goal on the chance of it being allowed. Why did he put his flag up, the guy? There's no way to suspect him. Have you ever made a mistake? Then? No, I'm not having it actually. No, I think it, I think you've been a bit arsed, to be. I fair. don't care. Um, I don't can be as arsed <laughs> as I like. There's no. Listen, he knows he's going to be checked, and he knows that the lucky. I think he was trying to cover outside. himself. I think that's the thing. He was trying to cover himself, and I think this is VAR's fault. VARs have got linesmen in the quandary. They don't know what to do or went to put the flag up, like the Man United goal against us, when the ball went out of play over the linesman head, he didn't put his flag up because he thought VAR would rule it out. And then you turn out, well, VAR won't look at down the line for throw-ins. So the anyway, line made a mug of himself. But it won't work. If there's time. no VAR, you don't get those mistakes for me. You just get different mistakes. Yeah. Anyway, let's do a stat attack, because I know how you like it. Um, West Ham only had 31% of the possession at home, which meant the Dirty Spurs had 69% who were. Um, West Ham had four shots, four shots on target, very clinical. And the Dirty Spurs had 20 shots, but only four on target. Um, I I did have a little another bet on corners, and I'm I'm really glad. I don't know if you ever do this. but uh, West Ham had five corners and Spurs had five corners. And I did have a bet to each side having four corners apiece. So I had a little cheeky bet on that as well. Thank you. Uh, um, I had certain ones about Lingard having two shots on target and all this lot. But unfortunately, Harry Kane let me down by not having... When has Harry Kane not had two shots on target? George? Oh, I don't know. When he's injured. I don't know. He can't answer but, that but, question. But... <laughs> But he, he let me down on a few bets. But anyway. Um, usually has a shot I'm on target. Happy. Huh? He usually has at least one on target. He does, yeah. But usually two as well. But anyway, uh, they were off. Um, look, I think I hear Mourinho's going to get sacked and they're going to bring Brendan Rodgers in. Uh, Daniel Levy. Well, that's, that's yeah, Daniel Levy. Money, Daniel Levy. Is if that, he would have um, spent the money anyway, they wouldn't be in a position. 
do, do you know Jose Mourinho is the worst manager since um who who, who did um Harry take over from? Um Juan de Ramos. Yeah, no. worst manager since him. Yeah. I thought it was a bit earlier, wasn't he? He's lost his his win ratio is the lowest it's since Villas Bowes, wasn't it? No, it wasn't. No, George is right, actually. Anyway, um, I took great pleasure of us beating Spurs. That's why I wound people up on Clarence Hugh. And loads of Spurs fans came in when I said we'd rattled the fans and and the rivalry. That's why I did the uh, TalkSport little clip as well. Because I love winding up. They're so easy to wind up. And the great thing last night, and I don't go on social media very often, but Twitter was hilarious. I got sent a picture or a video, which I know you've seen, because I shared it with all of you, of this um, Mind the Gap, yeah? And and someone sent me on a WhatsApp. I uploaded it to Twitter, right? I've got to have a look now. But last night, it had been viewed 100,000 times. It gone absolutely viral. And and that was one of many twist and shout videos and various pictures, Mind the Gap, etc. And I just love it. I just love widening them up, because Spurs fans are such easy prey to to bait and to to troll so yeah but sometimes though i do find it a bit strange there was one doing the rounds about tottenham are doing a new history book but they just can't find a title and you, yeah you're going to say they did win a title but you know what well, no but we've never won we a title won. so what would our history book i know be? that i know that but they we don't give it as big as them they give oh, it big, have right? a day off sean we don't have give a, it big from social media i'll tell you what you find you go through every club's got the numpties every club's got them we've got we've got a social media stacked full of them Um, I'm going to have to tell you, oh, 114,000, that video for Mind the Gap has now done. Um, and uh, your your picture with the cup final Spurs has had quite a, quite a big reaction as well, has it not, Len? Certainly has, yeah. You, wouldn't it be good to have that trophy made, though, for a laugh? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that trophy you drew was fantastic. <laughs> where Thank can people much. buy that where, where can people buy that print Len, yeah, if they uh, want to if it's not sold out which I can't tell you at the minute um, canningtownlen.com and uh, is it is it limited it. edition yeah, how many is. are you limited yeah it's very limited it's very limited okay alright there you go how much is it £40 £40 there you go for your own uh, you can buy it for a Spurs fan yeah, by Spurs fan. I do like the blood coming off of Suchek. Uh Anyway, I'm, I'm, I've been. It's been a happy Monday, and I like Mondays where I can wind up. And and do you know what? It's just as much. There was a lot of people, you know. So Arsenal fans were supporting us yesterday. Liverpool fans, Chelsea fans were even wanting us to win because no one likes Tottenham, do they? Really, they're universally disliked. Or am I wrong? You know how that feels, though, Sean, don't you? <laughs> Yeah, I do. I do. Um, anyway, a little bit of news before we go to questions. Uh, breaking news, not exclusive because I put it up on more um, to um, Clarence Hugh just before now. Um, but Craig Dawson, uh, we the deal includes an uh, obligation to buy if he plays a certain number of games. Um, it's league games. He's played 10, 12 in all competitions. There's 13 league games to play. Um the senior source I spoke to wouldn't give me the exact number of games, but said it was 99% certain that he'd be signing as a permanent hammer by the end of the season. So what do you reckon? 15? 
It's got to be 15, hasn't it? 20? Yeah. Craig Dawson, did I don't you know. say? Craig Dawson, yeah. What, 15, 20 million? No. no how I'm many saying, games has he got to play? How many I'm games has he got to play yeah. before we pay? We, we're going to play somewhere between 2 and 3 million. But there's an obligation to buy. If he makes a certain number of appearances, yeah. we have to buy him from, from Watford. Well, and I, I mean, said, I don't it, know. It, He's it, played 10 games. It's either 15 or 20. It's got to be one of those. I don't know. Oh, okay. Like. I'll, I'll but just what a bargain. We nearly bought Tarkovsky for 30 million. And instead, we bought everybody moaned about Dawson. No, no not oh, everyone. I didn't mind. I didn't, well, have, I didn't have a clue who he was. I mean, I, I'll be honest. And that's, if we're all honest here, I was completely underwhelmed. <laughs> But you say, oh, he's a backup, you know, in Moisby Trust, he's a backup. You know, he's fourth choice. Well, he's gone from fourth choice to pretty much first choice. And I tell you what, and we didn't talk about this, I thought Diop looked pretty good alongside Dawson yesterday. I thought they looked a pr- pretty good pair. And I hate to say this, but I'm not sure that Ogbonna gets back straight back into the the team while those two are uh, playing like they did against Spurs. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's good because if you think that, I suppose, when Dawson come in, I don't know if Diop, perhaps that's a bit harsh on him, but I was thinking that the, recently they've been like third and fourth choice centre-backs, you would say, yeah. and that they've come in and done so well together. I think it's good that we've got so many centre-backs that are playing well and, yeah. and long may it continue and, you know. It's great that we've lost all Bonham and we still continue, you know, and who knows what we can do against City. You know, I think there's that real belief. Anyway, in other news, um, Dimitri, and I don't know his second name. Payet. The chap. No, the under-23 manager. He looks like he's off. He's, he's the front runner. He's been interviewing for uh, the uh, AFC Wimbledon uh, assistant manager role. Uh, he's not doing too well. I don't know if you've been following the under-23s or the under-18s. They're rubbish. Or the women. <laughs> they are. We're thirteenth out of thirteenth. I think we've got eight points. We haven't. We, we've conceded ten goals on the under twenty threes in the last two games. We lost six one to uh, Brighton, and we lost four one against. I can't even remember. It was last week. Um, but you shouldn't judge it because it's a pointless competition. It does nothing. I know for the you kids. say this, but but I know, I know. But anyway, it looks like he's off ski. Uh, to have women, so it's, it's a chance for someone else to come in. Maybe an ex-pro. Who Is that knows? his last name then? Um, may, maybe Steve Potts to step up from the under-18s. Um, I don't know. We'll see. He's not um, getting any work with a cab, is he? Who? Steve Potts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. He was a um, kid, wasn't he? Cab driver. Was he? You font of knowledge, Sean. I don't know how you do it. Really, really, Sean. Anyway. Uh, last bit of news. Uh, obviously, uh, Boris has mentioned our, our uh, um, path out of lockdown. And apparently, um, what he said, I haven't seen him. I've been working today. Um, he said that we could see 10,000 people back in stadiums by mid-May. Um, I think the last game, I'll have to look it up. Is something like Do you want me to tell you what it is? Southampton, Go on. isn't it? So, they're, they're going to... Fans will not be allowed in before... I believe the seventeenth of May, so that possibly one game. rules out the cup final, but it may yeah. open the door for up to up to ten thousand fans as a maximum, or twenty five percent of the capacity of the stadium, um, whichever I think is the lower amount um, to be 
in attendance for probably the last game of the season. Well, that'd be good. Would you go, Nigel? Yeah, of course I would. Crawl on broken. Len, would, well, Len you can't go, can you? Because you've nah. you've uh, foregone your, and it will only come to ballot. And um, would you go if if you got a golden ticket? Um, I'd happy be happy just to wait for next season when everyone's back. To be honest. George, assuming you were still a season ticket holder, would you go if you got I'd, a season? Uh, I'd probably go ticket? with Len. Just, just wait, wait long enough. Unless it's a, a like a big game, like we need to win to get in the Champions League or something. Oh, I mean that—that's the thing that we really missed. Imagine we were there yesterday at the game, and you know, went to last uh, game of the season. Is that at home though? It is at home. Yeah, Southampton, isn't it? It is, yeah, Southampton. You'd get a better number of you not being there, though, wouldn't you? Under the circumstances. How many United was. would be able to come out and protest, wouldn't they? <laughs> Sorry, that's being a bit unfair. Very um, churlish. I, I, I said, right, and I'll, I'll stick by this. I know they say, back the team, not the regime. I say, you've got to back the, the team and the regime, sure. because the two <laughs> things are intrinsically <laughs> linked. <laughs> and the reason up. I say that... You is intrinsically linked. You and the fucking board, Sean. I say the board appointed David Moyes. The board provided the funds to buy Suchek and Soufal and loan Craig Dawson. And that is, you, you've got, success comes in packages, failure comes in packages. You can't have one without the other. If David Moyes is doing well and the team's doing well, then the board need a little bit of a pat on the back. Vice versa, when we weren't doing well, they get a boot. You can't have the two things. You can't go, well, the team's doing well and David Moyes is doing well, but, you know, sack the board. It doesn't well, no, work you like can that. do that. I, I can acknowledge that, actually, I suppose, I, I don't think they should be congratulated for appointing David Moyes, being in mind that they jettisoned him and already. So they were lucky to get him back. But when you say lucky, no other sod wanted David Moyes. Let's face it, he was out of work until West Ham asked him to come back from when West Ham got rid of him. They admitted admitted their mistake. Well, no, what they did was they turned to someone who'd got them out of trouble before and was available and didn't want Sam Allardyce. So there weren't really a lot of options open to them. So I don't think we should go around patting them on the back and saying, well done for bringing David Moyes back. But they did it. Um, They've run the club. I don't think they've run the club badly through the pandemic. If I'm going to be honest, they, they've taken decisions they've had to take to see us through. And, you know, we're, we're benefiting from Moise's experience, a great team togetherness. And um, the fact that a lot of the big clubs have struggled without fans this season. Yeah. So, well, that brings us on to talk about uh, your mate, Lee Clayton. Uh, he's a big mate of yours now. He didn't come on this podcast. He, he chose to speak to uh, an anti-board um, um, outlet in, in Amma's chat uh, with Gio. Um, and then you had a little chat with him on social media. Um, so what, what do you make of that? I was him up, Sean, to get him to come on here. And then oh, the right. next yeah. day, Gio announces that he's going on there. And you think, well, you? Well, well, that's a waste of my time being nice to him then, wouldn't it? Yeah. I know you wrote about this on uh, uh, West Ham Till I Die, about um, both Moose's view and Lee Clayton's. What 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 is Lee Clayton's game? Is he, is he trying to gratiate himself with... 
with the fans to be one of us? What, no, I'd, what I'd, 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 I'd listen to um, uh, lots of adverts as well uh, as listen to Lee Clayton. I haven't watched it, so I can't Well, I can't I'd listen to it. Said. I thought he came over really well myself. I think he explained oh. the way talk sport works. Football fans get caught up in their own club bubbles. They think there's always an agenda with the media. They're out to get them. With Jim White, I think it's a bit different. I, I, you know, I get what he said. Jim White's a journalist. I, I, I know a few other stories about Jim White with other managers and, and the way that he, he managed to engrate some. He sniffs out a story. He's a bit different to the, 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 the modern trend now is to get ex-players on. And ex-players yeah. will just tell funny jokes and stories and yeah, throw the yeah. line, and, and they're they're not really um, in-depth analysis people to go and have a look at. Where Jim White, as a journalist, will look for what's going on behind the story. He makes himself friends. He's not a West Ham fan. He probably thinks he knows David Gold. Uh, sorry, Isn't David he a West Sullivan. Who Jim White? Of course, he's not a West. Oh, Ham. Jim White. I thought you were talking no. about. Uh, Lee Clayton, and, um, if you listen to his input, naturally, when you know he does not run talk sport with an iron fist. When people produce shows, yeah, he wants yeah, he wants balance, you know, and you know, yeah, that's, he, you know, that's why a lot of what you know, and I, I know, and you guess said what, what? You said people are allowed to like the Sinclair. Ball. Sinclair was trying to raise, and so does Adrian Durham, and so does um, what's his name on um, the, the ex um, Palace owner. Simon, Simon Jordan. Jordan, you know they all say things for effect. In well, the same no, way, no, I see this is again right. See, effect. this is the thing. You you say things for effect. I don't say yeah, things, things for effect because I believe in everything <laughs> I say. I'm not shallow like you. But when I listen to Simon <laughs> Jordan, I don't think he says things for effect. I think he actually believes a lot of what he says. Yeah, I think no. he's quite. But you know what? Go on, go on, Len. I don't. I, I don't think Simon Jordan's probably the best one on the channel. My problem is with it all is firstly, I think that the channel's social media driven now, which I don't like. Secondly, um, they can't seem to talk about us without talking about the board or the fans. Now, one thing I did watch the interview, um, and one thing that, that, that Lee said was, um, like you said, he doesn't go into Iron Fist. He gives, is quite liberal with people, uh, what they want to do. But to some point, you do have to go in the creative, meet, creative meeting and say, look, guys, you're seeing off the same in sheet. Um, you, 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 sorry, you keep singing the same old song. Bold fans, bored fans, bored fans. We're 125-year-old football club. And the fact of the matter is that Lee, who owns, who runs a radio station, has gone to a fan channel to get his point across to West Ham fans about himself, yeah. really says the channel isn't really for fans. It's just for gauging the titillation to sort of to get the listenership. And I don't think yeah, that's yeah, on. Well, no, I think, I think he needs part, to, in his position, he needs to raise his game. And, and no offence to, I mean, I like Gio and Gonzo, but... I don't really want to see Leon there and hear about his favourite pie and mash shop. Fancies. <laughs> oh, let, let clearly. Me just, I mean, Talksport's gone, gone, Talks gone a bit downhill recently. Let, let me ask George as a bit of a neutral, because um, 
what, what do you make of TalkSport and their their stance on, on West Ham, George? Um, to be honest, I, I, I the only consistently board-loving stuff I see coming out of it is, is Jim White. And, you know, Simon Jordan does shout him down sometimes, but equally, you know, I, I'm, I don't mind Simon Jordan. I think he does give a both sides of the argument and I liked the dialogue he had with you Nigel the fact that he even bothered watching your video I thought was mm. good um, so Jim, do you Jim, listen to Jim, do you still listen I don't listen to Jim White really I don't listen to Talk Sport that much you know I don't really go anywhere to listen I usually listen to radio in the yeah, car that's or, true. so I used to listen to it quite a bit but I think on Len's point that it's become a social media influence chan- channel then but I think everything has I think every, every media outlet yeah. relies on social media now for topics, input, anything. So yeah. I, I, I take your point I don't about think him. You should it. do that with a football club. Social influence, but football clubs understand that social influencers, including ourselves, by the way, we're social influencers. Oh, I'm not. Yes, you are. I am you're not. You're a podcast. Len, Listen Len, to you're, by you're, you're, you arguably are you more are than any of us here, to be honest. Yes, you are. Your pictures. <laughs> Your videos, your films, your podcasts—all yeah, of these things. About, no, but they're not about opinion. They're about heroes. This is the no, old no, point I'm making. No, you yeah, but you still give them an opinion. You still win. You're giving your opinion and educate. No, I don't influence people at all. You'd be surprised. I think you do it subconsciously, and you don't realise. It came to me a couple of years ago when people started would would contact me and and say, "Oh, they like listening to me." Blah blah blah, and you think. Oh, I just do this for fun, you know. And it was a bit of an eye opener. But I, I think just going back to talk sport, you know, there there are people that oh, stupid dog. There are people that um back people like myself to some extent, and Nigel and and Len. You know, they've got the 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 Dean Ashtons isn't particularly loving of the board. He quite he's quite vocal from the fans' perspective. Trevor Sinclair as well. You know. I, I do think that there are some people more on and, that and side. And some of them get gigs, yeah? Some of them know which side of their bread is buttered, George, right? Because they, Yeah, I mean, Carl, know, I mean, Carlton, like Cole, Carlton Cole, Cole is a prime example of someone who clearly yeah, has, is hands and tight. cannot, I'm sorry, you cannot expect Carlton Cole to come out and have a go at the board. He no. works for the club and he, mm. he, I honestly believe he loves working for the club and I don't blame him. Who'd want to jeopardise no. that? Why should why should the question even be put to him? No, no one else gets asked about the ball. Just to finish this conversation, one thing Simon Jordan, I think, really summed it up. And this is why we live in a West Ham bubble. He said when he was talking to Andy, no uh, pun intended. Uh, Hammers, he went, huh? No pun he intended. said, yeah, um, sh- scoop, West Ham, uh, West Ham. Uh, owners, sorry, football owners do not understand fans. Scoop, fans do not like boards, owners. Oh. And it's true. It is true. <laughs> it is true. When you, when you get outside your bubble, generally, boards don't understand fans and fans don't understand boards. They always want them to spend more money or they don't think they're doing that. They don't understand it. Um, and when someone wins on the pitch, it's a player's... 
like we're doing now. It's the players or the manager and nothing to do with the board. Yeah, yeah but the, the, the thing is, it's, 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 it's places like TalkSport and Clarence Hugh and yourself who keep talking about the board. And I'd quite like to stop talking about it. Okay. Well, let's do that right now. Let's move on. What, you, Any other... you've, you've missed my funny story about when I won an holiday. Go on, then. Tell you funny story. Go on. Go on. Did I ever tell you about when I won an holiday on TalkSport? No. no. No, you didn't. So <laughs> told us about seeing at the other hole. I, w- I was I was driving along one day and they said texting who who's the page three girl in the Big Brother house. So it was a few years ago. It was eighteen years ago actually, to be precise. So it was Melinda Messenger. So I text him, Melinda Messenger. I get home from work, and it was during it was Hawksby and Jacob's afternoon show. About four o'clock, I get a phone call. It's Talk Sport here, mate. You entered the competition. Do you want to go on here? Okay. Bang. On here. What's your name? Football team. Nigel West Ham. Right. Okay. Now, what we're going to do, this is the game, and this is where it gets funny. It was called Pawn or Horn. And the 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 the, the, the thing that the, the the game was, it was sponsored by Playboy. I this game. And you had to guess whether the names they gave you were porn stars. So you would say porn. Or if you thought they were fake porn star name, you would say horn. So um I got eight out of ten. Um all guesses. Um yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. yeah. No, they, were, they were all guesses. And what happened that meant I got to the final at the end of the week. And and that's where it went wrong because the final it turned out I think we got six out of ten each. They went to a tiebreaker and they said, What channel is the Playboy on Sky? I went first. I think I said like nine seven seven, pure guess. And um, yeah, the right, other bloke yeah. went like nine seven six, and he, uh, he was the winner because they said, "Oh, it's like nine seven two. Of course, I was sitting at home, so I put channel nine seven two on. And it wasn't the Playboy channel. I put nine seven eight on, and it was the Playboy channel. So actually, the week in Barbados should have come to me, but I got a weekend in Amsterdam. Uh, to cut a long story short, I got offered to go to a Playboy shoot and meet the Playboy stars. Turned that down. I got offered a free years worth. What's this? Of because Playboy. because you said because you said the answer was wrong. I rang them back and went, uh, "Hold up a minute. I think you'll find I won that prize." <laughs> and they went, "No, no, no." And then I went, "We we we can't check. We haven't got Sky here." And that's when I went to the woman. Well, Adam Brazil talks about the cricket in Australia. And the only way to do that is by watch, is watching it on Sky. So I think you need to run along and find it. Half hour later, they rang me up apologising, sent me out a load of free gifts, then offered oh, me the idea. year's free subscription of Playboy, said no, offered me to go to a photo shoot, have me photo done with the ladies. I said no. They said, what do you want? I said, I want a week in Amsterdam with my family. And they gave me a £1,000 spending money as well. Thank you very much. Well, there you go. There you go. And then you went to peep shows. Could, could you not have <laughs> picked anywhere more exotic story. than Amsterdam? No? Well, no, because I won a weekend in Amsterdam and I'd already been there three times, so I knew what a wonderful and, and, and vibrant city it was. Must admit, I'd never seen it during the day and obviously I'd never been with the missus before. <laughs> so it was quite eye-opening, especially when you walk mm. down the strip, down a lovely canal, and you see flags hanging out of a building. You think, uh-oh. I know that building, Sam. We need to turn off here because we're about to walk into the red light district, which I've only ever been in of a night once. Yeah, right. 
But there you go. Anyway, it's half time now. It's, it's a, just past 45 painted minutes. A, painted an interesting picture there of that story, Nigel. Just yeah. so you know. uh, any other business before we go to question time? <laughs> Deep in injury time, added time in the first half. No. No? Five, so I'm trying to plug the charger in my laptop. So, Phil. All right. Who's Phil? Yeah. Shall I give my prediction? Shall I give my prediction now? Because I'll probably have to go in yeah, 10 minutes. Yeah, it's your dinner time. Well, tell us what you're having for dinner first. Uh, I am having a salmon creme fraiche pasta. You nice. seem nice. to have... Uh, What's Jessica uh, having? Pasta a lot. Do I? Well, maybe it's a Monday thing. Maybe uh, it's not, like not consciously, but maybe subconsciously. Yeah. Yeah. Je- Jessica, Jessica's uh, on the hard Jessica stuff. She's on she... the formula. Oh, right. Yeah. right. Yeah, I thought you might mix it up and like do the same thing and sort of liquidise it. She's not quite there yet. No, no, Sean, she's two months old. Bit of mashed banana. I, I'm, I will say I made a, a, a agreement with my wife that whoever finished, she's a Chelsea fan, my wife, a Chelsea season ticket holder, not just a fan. And um, she said we made an agreement that whoever finishes higher in the league this year, Jessica will support, my daughter will support. Oh, yeah. Oh, so oh, so that, those moments like yesterday mean that little bit more for me. I mean oh, a lot to you. Yeah. So yeah, we'll wow. see. We'll see. Wow. We'll see how it ends up. So George, Man City away. I'm going to go for a draw. I reckon we'll nick a draw here. One all. Wow. They all ran goals in. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I I just think I think our lot will be absolutely buzzing after the weekend, and yeah, they'll see the impact it's had on the West Ham supporting community. Um. And they'll they'll relish that challenge, I think, on Saturday against Sunday, whatever it is, against um, a on fire Man City team that hasn't even conceded a goal, let alone lost in however many games. So, yeah, I know. I think they'll be right up for it. I'm looking forward Enjoy to it. Enjoy your dindins. Uh, we'll speak to you next week. Thank you. I'll, I'll stick you around talk. for I'll stick around for ten minutes. All right. Um, we ready? Yeah. I'm just Take two. Yeah. 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 Facebook.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com
Um, and well, I'm can now, you round it down? Can you well, sort of... I didn't know there was a Stop Hammer Time Facebook page quickly, so I've tried looking for it time and time again because I do listen to it every time they do, they do it. I do joke about it, but I, it's very good podcast, West Ham. And I thought, oh, I don't know, like I can't get onto the pod. Like, perhaps I haven't got a Facebook page. And then they were talking about it this week. And I thought, where is it? And they sent me a link to it. And then I tried to get on in my name, and I couldn't get on. But in my secret account, Kerita Brady, uh, I've applied to be on Stop Hammer Time's Facebook page. So it does exist. So, but anyway, just in case, do, do you know Jim Grant? Is he like Pride of Irons? Am I doing something wrong there? No, that's Jim Dolan. And the, oh, before right. you say something, they're both my customers, as most of the people are that you insult. <laughs> Well, everyone's a potential customer, aren't they? Well, until you you have in your mouth, yes, yeah. Man. Generally, I only insult people I like, people like Sean. <sighs> Nicholas Harvey, evening, gents, he says. Just because we're fourth, it don't change things. It's still and always be Brady out. Brady out. I'll always be Brady out. Always Brady out. Happy days, he says. In fact, very happy days. He's loving Len's Our Cup final print, he says. Top work. Thank you. I hope you bought one, Nicholas, then. Does anyone else get so much pleasure seeing Mourinho looking so miserable? Mm-hmm. How about a cheeky sum, summer bid for Harry Kane? Oh, here we go. Hard to remember a West Ham team which worked so hard on and off the ball. Moyes has really got the mentality right. He's gone for a question time. He says, Lord Leonard of Canning Town, given that European football could well be a reality next season, is it too soon for Moyes and this squad? And do we risk a poor season in the Premier League next season if we qualify for Europe? Well, I guess that bit's down to the people that I don't want to talk about. Mm. I mean, it's just it's squad investments. But let me just say, we must have some good kids there. They get their chance in Europe. That's how Harry Kane come to light. He'd make a cheeky bit for him. No Europa, Europa League a few years ago. No Harry Kane. Mm. Um, so, I mean... I don't, I don't think we'll get Kane, though, somehow. No. That's what I mean. <laughs> we have to make our own Kane. We'll get Kane. Yeah. Absolutely. What do you but... think about that, George? Do you think that, for a good a season it is, do you think... Um, qualifying for Europa League or let's say let's say because we can do it it's possible <laughs> it's crazy, it? Champions League. It's I know it's crazy but I'm, I'm a believer now because oh, I've seen it. us play and um, do you, do you what, how do you sit do you think oh you know we've got to really invest or um, well obviously we're, we're obviously short up front um, you know in terms of squad depth elsewhere maybe a little bit of cover right back but then you've got Ben Johnson that can play uh, left back as well um, so there needs to be some money spent because the strain on the squad and uh, you'll see it in any team in European competition is a lot more um, when you are in a European competition so you need a little bit more strength and depth but you know you look at the area behind a striker especially Let's hope now he's proven himself. If we can keep Lingard, I mean, it's unlikely, but we, we never say never, especially if we get in the top four. Um, so, yeah, I think we've got plenty of cover there. 
and midfield, maybe no balls on his last leg. So money needs to be spent, but I don't think we need to, I don't think the expectation needs to be crazy. All right, quickly. So it's, I'll try for a one word answer here. Europe next season, uh, help or hindrance? Um, help. Hmm. Good answer. Uh, yeah. Sean? Is he there? Or? Oh, no. Of course he's not. I, I'm I, here. I can tell. I'm oh, here. You know he's doing he's, something else. Oh, no. You're too not quiet. interested yeah. in the questions. What do, so um, what do you think, then? Um, It's a difficult one. So, if it's Europa, I think hindrance. If it's why is it right, Why is it a hindrance? I think we don't have enough money to invest in a proper squad that would help us on those Thursday nights. But if you get to Champions League, the money so much actually can afford to get, um, you can afford to invest in the squad. We're losing 50 million. We're about to announce 40 million losses last season, 50 million this season. There's not enough money in Europa to really make a difference, but there's a massive amount of money in Champions League. Do you think that's what? Because the one thing I see is, oh, I don't want to only be playing Thursday, Sunday, and you think well, is that different yeah. to playing Wednesday, Saturday? Then, um, feel like it at the moment, would it? But you, you, you can afford to get more big of a squad. Honestly, it's, it's phenomenal, phenomenal the amount you get yeah, in Champions League a... just to get through to the group stage. There well, is apparently big... it, it, as long as you finish fourth, you are in the group stage. Oh, which I never knew. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's David Altsig. Thanks for that, Dave. Texting me yesterday to point that out. There's no qualifying anymore, no, for fourth? No, straight in for British teams. Uh, English teams, sorry. Obviously, the Scots. Yeah, um, Let's go for fourth then, yeah. I, for me, I, I, I've seen a lot of people saying, oh, we got to do this. we got to have a team to compete. Do you know what? If we qualify for Champions League... We don't need the team to compete. We can play and lose every game for all our care. I'll be just damn happy to be there. Let's take the money. Yeah, and we're making a fortune it, anyway. Right, let's take the yeah. money and use it, hopefully properly, to invest in the squad and get better players to make sure we get back in the Champions League. If we don't get out of the group stages, I'm not bothered. Just being in it for me. Play the kids on a Wednesday night for all our care. I would just be happy to see West Ham playing European football. For I, I think only once in our history have we qualified, might be twice, for European football down to our league position. So that's you know that's not big club mentality. So if we can get this, well, I think we will qualify for Europe this season, be it Europa League or or, or the um, Champions League. I'll be happy with both. Not bothered. Um, I've been away with West Ham in Europe. Can't say I'd recommend Palermo myself. Um, <laughs> that was one of the longest weeks of my life. Um, especially when you Google Palermo, um, where to go Palermo at night, and Expedia.com said, don't go to Palermo at night, which was a bit difficult when we was already in the hotel. Um so, you know, we can have fun. Hopefully, we'll get a nice Scandinavian club in, in the Europa League. That'll be good. Of course, we probably won't be allowed to go. Oh, but 
onwards and upwards. Sean, any truth in newspaper rules? Brady spending more time at Rush Green. Don't know what that means. No. I would imagine she hardly ever goes there. Um, I think when, um, funny enough, we asked this question once, and every time we asked anything about football, she went, I have nothing to do with the football side. I think, I remember, I forget who asked her, I think she's she's been to Rush Green like once or twice in her life, you know, or be to cut a ribbon or something. She does not spend the time at Rush Green, in, unless that there's in, unless that there's a reason. Like I don't know, there's a spare office there and it's easy to get there, and rather than working from home, I can't see any reason why she'd be at Rush Green. She has no interest in football and certainly no interest in watching the players train. That's not what she does. All right. And lastly, he says, when was the last season we had so many contenders for Amity of the Year? Ogbonna, Rice, Suchek, Kufal and Dawson are all realistic contenders if they continue with their current form. Can't give it to a low knee, I don't Near see. Near enough, all got... defenders. Yes, you can. If yeah. uh, yeah. thinking me a low knee. Um, Who? Schemmel. No, he... we'd purchased him. Well, he... we bought him. Yeah, yeah. Hugo Porfirio, was he ever? I don't think he ever was. He never won Emory of the Year, but he was a lonely, I think. Mm. Uh, Graham Farrer, next up. He says, uh, hi, guys. Great win. Lovely pair of trousers, Farrers. Used to love them. It was the most nervous I've been in a while while watching the game. Team spirit is unbelievable with every player at the moment. You see, not only in the goal celebrations, but concerning injuries. Is it our driving force at the moment? Long may it last. Uh, yeah. Next up, she says, firstly, and let me enjoy the moment of the Champions League, a music playing in the distance at the fourth of place. That's Champions League music, isn't it? European music. Yeah. Are uh, they still in Europe or? What, Greece? Yeah. Well, they're skint, but I suppose, you know. They're still there draining the EU of money. Loving the games at the moment, she says. <laughs> Although it's very giving away my Brexit stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Although it's very tense for the last 10 minutes. It was tenser for the last more longer than 10 minutes, Bell. I'll tell you the Spurs game. Her question is European football next season. Is it too early? Sorry, Bell. I'll refer you to the question we answered earlier. Uh, do you think the board will buy Lingard? One for Sean. Well, I think they would like to buy Lingard, but the, the issue is, um, and I don't know if they changed their mind, but Man United are saying he's not for sale. There's no option to buy, and they're saying he's not for sale in the summer. Now, money talks, but he's only got 12 months left um, when he gets back. So, you know, will this be enough for him to rekindle his career at Man United and sign a new contract? Or would they? are they just talking like that and they would sell him um, when he returns. And he seems to be enjoying himself, doesn't he? Who knows? Yeah. I've got a theory about him. I mean, the reason why he's getting goals for us and doing what he's doing is because because we're playing without a striker, so it enables him to get forward more. At Man United, yeah. he's always had top-quality strikers playing in front of him, so his job wasn't yeah. to get further forward. A lot of his goals are long-range efforts. It, his striking of the ball is outstanding. And uh, and perhaps there is a goal scorer in him. So, um, 
I don't know, you know, about buying him. Next up, Chris Kitt. Oh, she's four kisses. She loves the show. Oh, do we think fan base will ever love Moyes? George, do you reckon fan base love Moyes? Before you go. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. That's good to know. Yeah, he's gone. I think he's soaking he's the pasta, isn't he? He's got to get in the calendar I, I out. I would say, um, you know, being of Italian descent, it's got to be al dente. You know, you, couldn't, you can't overcook if you've got um, an Italian ancestry, you can't overcook pasta, and it's it's sacrilege. What about that extra kiss then that Belinda gives us? Is he going to get that, or do we no, share I, it between I, us? I, that's for me. Hang on. Uh, uh, if I'm the biggest influencer, I want the, the kiss. I've oh, now influ- you want to be an influencer. Oh, I've got an influencer duck with bread, me. I'm not an influencer. Yeah, dear. Yeah, whatever. He's just pixels. Uh, Chris Kinch says he's got no complaints from me whatsoever. That's good to know, Chris. He's buzzing now, Chris. If you're over thirty, you're not allowed to buzz because a bit more refined. Yeah, leave the buzzing to the youngsters. They use that word. It sounds a bit, but he's buzzing with how the season's going, and I think we should just enjoy the moment. When you're buzzing, what are you? What are you doing to buzz? There must have been like a buzzing with excitement, I think was the term. Although I can't put my finger on where I heard it. Have but you ever buzzed buzzing with, with excitement? Going back to Amsterdam, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. There's a funny story about that, which will say what off they are. Different visit to Amsterdam. <laughs> Oh dear! I think that's a phrase, and then people just sound buzzing. But I, 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 it's yeah, yeah. One for the kids, I think. That's why I think if you if you're under thirty, you can buzz away. 
But if you are, uh, <laughs> you know, have, you know, you bit more. You're supposed to be a bit more grown up about it. Uh, oh, can can I, has anyone looked up the word buzzing? Or, um... <laughs> we'll leave you to Google that, Sean. <laughs> buzzing with excitement. It'll be like one of your pool parties again. Um, just don't drop it in the uh, hot tub. Yeah, this time. Uh, Trevor Newman says Lingard is an absolute must of a signing this summer. Sean, any noises about that? I refer you to the answer I just gave earlier about signing Lingard. Oh, yeah. Fees involved, wages. He loves the spirit, unity, and graft of the team, and think quite a lot of neutrals are too. Are we, are we getting back to? Could we possibly go back to being everybody's second team? No, I don't do. think that would happen now. Good, good link to uh, right. Lens Film. Yeah, yeah design. Very good. Still available on Amazon, people. Yeah, for free while it's locked down. Yeah, after lockdown. <laughs> Don't mean the money. If <laughs> I could get back out and spend money, I want the money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's made Marion next. Uh, old Dylan himself. Oh, boy, he says it looks like the lucky Eminem sports. West Ham shirt works. He said it's not lost since I bought it from Jared Bowen's hometown. Uh, any update on that, Sean? Um, on I, I think there's an ongoing investigation. I can't really say very much. Um, oh, can we say? Uh, no. <laughs> now, see the panic setting when he goes yeah. if you ever answer the questions so quick yeah. you get a one word straight answer from him then ask something else you don't yeah. as you were Sean right, as okay. you were okay. Okay. They're, still selling Stand them. Easy. they're still selling them for six for or whatever I got sent a link today unfortunately I would have bought one but they didn't have my size because this is the way I see it if they're genuine brilliant if they're fake for 16 quid don't care. Bloody good looking. Pipe. Which ones? Which ones are you talking about? Eminem. Oh well, that's the one I can't talk about. Yeah. The other ones I can tell you were fake. Yeah. You gotta beware, people. There's a lot of naughty Chinese people out there, and they're not just spreading other things. They're 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 they're, they're pushing out a lot of fake stuff coming over from the Far East. Probably not just China. Probably all, any yeah. a lot of the third world mass production. Yeah. Companies and you know they and believe it or not, they can fake labels as well. They fake anything. I'm just saying, people do a bloody good job of it and all the time. For me, if you're paying sixteen quid, if it's a fake and it looks like that, I don't care. It looks bloody good. I don't like them new new football tops. I don't like the feel of them. Hmm. Well, I just like put them on a rail. I don't wear them. I just put them on a rail and hang them to me. Yeah, I know you do. So. Uh, Merrin says, what are our thoughts after today's announcement that we'll have only one home game with fans this season and be restricted to 10,000? Do you think the club will waver the 30-day wait for refunds on tickets and also arrange the ballot now for that last game of the season? Uh, no, I don't. I think you've got to wait, mate. Behave yourself. He says, uh, he's annoyed. Ah, that is annoying. Does the Liverpool, he's very annoyed. Oh, boy, I'm very annoyed. How does that Liverpool performance? You can tell it in his tone there. He's, oh, I'm annoyed, boys. Uh, the performance a few weeks now, look, considering our performance since and their lack of quality. No pleasing some people. One defeat in 12 games, and he's annoyed at the one defeat. <sighs> ben Rama, 
am I the only one who sees four nails the better option? No. No? Well, you think four nails is a better option than Ben Rama? No, no, I don't. I'm the opposite. Sorry. Oh, right. But the question was, am I the only one? And you put no, like you was agreeing, you see it as well. Oh, okay. Apologies. Next up, talking of pixels, it's Paul Oakley. Uh, love the, yeah, we love the Paul. Uh, out in California. California. He's now art director for marketing on Fortnite at Epic Games. He's in there. Dear, oh dear. Uh, giving the kids go, what they want. Careful how I say that, though. Um, Paul loves the fact we're not looking like a flaky West Ham team of old. Do you think we play better with no fans in the stadium? Well, Paul, quickly, if you go to West Ham till I die and look at my article, you'll get my answer. <laughs> what do you boys think? Um, there's a kernel of truth in it, but... Uh, sorry, you, you're talking about having no yeah. fans in the stadium. Yeah. There's a kernel of truth in it, but... There's no proof and there's no, I don't remember me getting a cup final medal or anything like that when we did do very well, when there was fans in the stadium. So there's, imagine what Tottenham would be like if they had fans in the stadium. I don't know why everyone's talking about us. Oh, it'd be so much better. There'll be murders there, down there the way they're playing. Um, there's a kernel of truth, but then again, there's, it's inconclusive. I don't think people should say it. You know, it's, again, we're talking about the fans again. Fans, bold, fans, bold, fans, bold. Playing blind. Yeah, just enjoy You know, it. we're enjoying it. It's got to be the same old, same old all the time. But they won't be doing this when we... No, they will. Can you imagine if we did get a Champions League, but all summer? Imagine Jim White. Oh. West Ham fans, is it a time to apologise to the bold and shit like that? Hmm. Makes you miserable, doesn't it? To, 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 to when, don't know how long. All my last support in West Ham, barely talking about us, really, unless we got in the semi-finals of the cup or whatever, or you know, having a bit of a an eighty-six. Otherwise, we, we, they wouldn't even talk about us. Now, every single show they're talking about the board. What can you do? Hmm. Well, it's a it's like a broken record for me. It is. It is a broken record. Uh, Can't wait to see these come out. Mm. <laughs> uh, obviously, Sean's busy doing something because he's not checked yeah. in. Um, next up is Matthew Atry. He says, evening, lads. Oh, sorry. Paul says, Len, keep up the uncomfortable silences because they bring a smile oh, yeah. to his face. Yeah, he told that. that other fella. <laughs> oh. yeah. Yeah, I mean, he told me that in the week as well, yeah. Uh, Matthew Atry says, Evening, as do we know if Lingard can be recalled by Man United at any time? No. I'm guessing not, as presumably that's what a loan fee is for. Well, it's just a set-up of a loan deal. He's here till the end of the season. They can't recall him. Just seen the usual scaremongering on social media, so wondered if Sean and his senior sources could shed some light. Question for Sean then. Sean? What was the question? Because you're not paying the bloody attention. I knew you weren't. you like that kid at school, isn't it? Uh, staring out the window, spinning in your chair because you don't know what's going on. I'm actually 
So I like to multitask a number of things, right? And I'm actually helping someone in their application for a nursing degree uh, to a university. Well, look, if they need help with the application form, I don't think nursing's for them, Sean, to be fair. English is not their first language. (laughs) They've asked me to help um, with their uh, personal statement. And uh, Google Translate works just as well. Um, Well, okay, go on. Ask the question. The question was, can Lingard be recalled by Man United? Uh, that's a really interesting question, um, which I don't know the answer to. Um, I believe not. Uh, most most contracts um, only allow you to call back someone at uh, during the transfer window. So since this is the end of the season, um, you know, if it had been a season-long loan, usually there's sometimes an option to call back in January. So if it's a standard loan, and, and remember the loan agreement has to be agreed by the Premier League and the FA, it will not include a clause to call back during the middle of a um, a loan period. So no, it's, it's I don't know. I've not read the contract, but I would imagine the answer is no. Well, I use one word when thirty five will do. Next yeah, up, no Brady out says Matthew. Brady out can't leave them out. Uh, it's the soul singing superstar of South Tenerife. I think he moved. Uh, it's Michael Levy Junior. It says, hi all, welcome back. I don't know where we've been. Under Pellegrini, we had buzzwords like big team mentality. There's been no such talk from Moyes, and yet that's exactly what our team seems to have. We fear nobody. He hasn't got a question because he's going to donate it to Stelios so he can have his usual 15. Uh, times are good. They are indeed, Mike. They are indeed. Yeah. Uh, Alan Day, the Mercedes dealership in northwest London, says, Evening, gentlemen, and the chip paper journo. Wow, what a great tag. I do like that. Dear, oh dear. What a season we are having. Lofty heights. I can't, I can't stop laughing at that. The chip paper journo. It, it looked like that sausage on, on the, uh, if Sean was doing it, and it, you know, that was wrapped in chip paper on the Mars Singer. Um, but Sean would have ate all the chips. He wouldn't have been in the chips with it. He says, Oi. what a season we are having. Lofty heights, just checking you paying attention. Uh, he couldn't fault one player on Sunday. Now that the Hammers United survey has been published, one of the top three priorities voted for was to change the look and feel of London Stadium. Uh, it's been tried. Alan says... That didn't try. Alan says, oh. I don't mind the stadium too much. The seat distance is a problem, but I like the outside drinking before the game and the bars behind the goals, more spacious. So apart from moving the seats, what, in you's opinion, would you do to make it feel more like home, more West Hammy? Uh, great podcast, up the hammers, Alan Day. Don't forget your Mercedes. Well, I know what I'd do. You first. I know I'd have done this in a, fresh, in a professional capacity too, considering I did do it at the Olympic Games when it was there. Mm. That on the um, the East Stand, that I would have said, that I would have said, um, call the chicken run. That would have been my proposal. Although I'm very happy with it being Billy Bond Stand, don't get me wrong. But by calling it the chicken run, you'd have let people know the intentions of the experience that you'd have got there. Secondly, and I think this could have happened if, if it was bought by the new council, that side there, that's a service road. That's a continuation of the road that goes into the stadium, which is probably um, the road that, that you used to go into um, 
was it the dog track or speedway track there? But anyway, well, that is a service. That was, no, that was yeah. further up, I thought. But that comes from but from the canal side. Yes. Um, that is a service road there. So I thought that they could have had local um, surveyors and yeah, pitches there and just had the, the part of the exhibition road there. Rather it be standard stadium fare, you could have put all your what was in Upton Park in there. And I don't believe that they wanted to do that. I, I think they sold that bit out. The, the, the cheapness of the contract comes from giving that away. I don't believe deep down them being business people. Um, I think they would have wanted that. That would have been a good income for them. And that would have been all you needed to make the match that experience better. Because what you would have done, you would have got there earlier and spent more money. And, you know, this is these are the people I work with at the time of the Olympics. They, they knew that. And that's what they wanted to do. They, but, you know... Um, athletics and football. Yeah, I, I, so that's what I would have done. For me, I, I think the lack of um, independent retailers, mm. not not tied to you know uh, North Dakota people, whatever they're called. What they who's the who's the catering people? And there's some some American um, state name, Delaware North. Delaware North. Yeah. I knew it was a place in America, but you know, everybody around the stadium on the apron, uh, as we call it, or on the island, have to buy their pitch off of Delaware North, who charge you top whack for it. Yeah, um, poor quality as well. Yeah, for, yeah, and 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 that, that that's what makes you having to pay eight pound fifty for one of the worst cheeseburgers you're ever likely to eat. And yet, there's there's so much space there mm. to have the stalls and everything else. You know, even the old program sellers yeah. were not allowed to sell the old programs anymore. No, so they could only sell that day's program. So if you go any football ground, you used to see the, the sad old blokes like me would be picking over old programs, have a list in their hand, going, well, have you, have you got this one in stock? Um, Ellis was the big seller for me I used to use um, next to the North Bank. And the, the, the lack of that and, and the, the independent hat sellers and the independent scarf sellers and everything else. Yeah. Now, there is room to do it. And, yeah. you know, there's, there's, there's space for it. And... It, 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 and what it does, it highlights for me the ownership's lack of understanding of the fan base and actually lack yeah, of yeah. concern. What, yeah. I think they put a price on it, Nigel. Oh, yeah. No, because what they they see every independent seller on Green Street that sold scarves and hats as taking money out of their pocket. Yeah, yeah. They only want if you're, people in the If you're a shop. beer company, you're taking money out of their pockets by not being there because if you're not – if you're not – if you haven't got the activation, is what we call it mm. – or, you know, the activities to bring you in there, you're not selling any beer. Yeah. People say to us, sorry, when I say us, my crew used to work with on the events and we we done pretty pretty much all of them. Why, why are all these things getting designed? You're not selling anything. But we, you know, it's, first of all, it's brand recognition. And first, we're just getting you into an event to, to drink. Don't underestimate the power of beer. Change the world. And if you don't think so, go on YouTube. And I think if you put in how beer changed the world, 
there's a documentary on beer and you will see how much it changed the world. That, that's your homework. I'll set every, the listeners that as homework. Watch how beer changed the world. Mate, you've given me enough homework for two years. I'm not sure. Yeah, I know. I, have. I think it's closer to three or four, actually. <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. I've never read so many we books and parts of books in my yeah. life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Next up. We'll ignore Sean because he's obviously busy filling in his nursing. Like, I'm um, listening. Oh. I'm uh, I'm trying to help others, right? I'm showing my... Um, well, help your listeners uh, out and partake in this podcast. Well, ask me a question. I'll All right. Well, it, apart right? from moving the seats, what, in your opinion, do you think we'd need to make it feel uh, more... Like, oh, but it's a wasted question because you want it to go no, there. No, it's not. You no, it's, it's wonderful. Look, I've, no, I think... I've said this before, so I'll say it again. I think concrete scaffolding glass metal plastic which makes up any stadium doesn't matter a who if you win every game we know the stadium can rock right if um if we're winning chelsea uh the spurs crystal palace you know, when we won there tra- we, we, oh, hang on, just let me finish oh, no, let me finish the let same me games. finish the same game because it's true but you, you can right, only right. count on no, one hand on. one it end. doesn't matter it still shows you can have the atmosphere etc now moving on secondly it matters not and i know you believe in it it matters not a jot to me what color the bloody seats are if they're full and everybody sits on them who cares what the seats, the seats look like when it's empty? I don't care if they're claret, blue, white, pink, whatever, right? Then we have a look at the West Ham-fication, right? We on the official sports board and the sad between before it looked everything. We had thousands of ideas come in, and they have. They've tried to put West Ham imagery. They've, they've hung up pictures of... of um, um, uh, banners of past kits and past players and honours. They've put those big wooden shirts with people's names on. They've done murals. They've, but who, does it really matter? What else can you do with a stadium? I, I'm, I'm of the point. I don't care. The West Ham vacation. Nothing you're going to do is going to make it feel like Upton Park because it's not Upton Park. It's a new place. Actually, uh, you don't no, see you're missing the point. On, you don't see this no. happening at Man City. You don't see them I'll doing. Oh well, the, it ain't got to look like Upton this. Park. It's got to look like home. All right. Well, well, do 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 Man City worry about Man City vacation of the council-owned stadium? No, but it's not like that. You haven't been well, to Man City. What is it like then? What is it like? No, but it's purpose-built post-Commonwealth Games, as was the government subsidy post-Olympic Games. Two totally different things. Look, what you put on the walls, and, you know, within reason, right, we've, we've put some safe standing in. They've re-squared they off the seats, right? These are things that can so be done. So they've put safe standing in already? Yeah, of course they have. You know that. No. Did you not know that? The new stands at the Trevor Brooking Lower well, I've got Trevor rail seating. have got rail seating, yeah. When, in, when, when they spent five million putting in the new seats that no one's been in yet, they've got rail seating in there. Come on. Do you not know that? No, I didn't. No, we don't. There you go. So what does that mean? So, what does that imply to the places that don't have rail seating? 
Well, no. So in the future, the legislation's got to change. It means that when it's ready, that's already in because they've built it in. But let's go back to the fundamental problem. Beyond people don't like it because GSB moved us there, right? The fundamental problem, which Nigel has, and it's not about what colour you paint the walls or what West Ham imagery you put around it. The fundamental problem is the seats on the sides moving close to the pitch, right? That's not, and we both, That's not our fundamental problem. We're not going to change that, right? It's 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 a stadium in the middle of a park. I haven't got a problem That's with the that. fundamental problem. <laughs> is it? Is it really? Yeah. yeah, somewhat. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you want it to be surrounded by housing? Well, it doesn't have to be housing. It needs to be... By a community. What do you want it surrounded by? Yeah. That's what, really? But, there needs to be some kind of. You need to go there for a reason, other well, than the you, football. You've got a supporters club. I go there. Go yeah, to we the have that. Actually, that is quite good. The, hold up, that's supporters yeah. club. But that's not supporters all of it. Club is it? Is actually, and this is the thing. That supporters club mimics the stadium in a way because it's a rented place. It could be any drinking club in any place. It's not a supporters club. A supporters right. club is in Castle. I Street. will tell you now. All the easy stuff has been done. Right? Because why wouldn't the club do it if it was easy? Thousands of ideas have come in. The OSB, the SAB looked at it. When you were on it, well, you know, lots of things, you know, simple things like beer shells, right? And oh, and changing some of the food and stuff. That's been done. I'm talking about the easy stuff. I'm not saying it's great. I'm just saying the easy stuff has been done. If it was that easy, West Ham would do it. You know, the, the stadiums don't yeah, but it's they not, want this we, to be a success. they want this to be a success. So if it's in their power, they will give it. But the they problem sold is, their power. They sold it. This oh, is well, here we go. You, if right, do you know what I say in business? Bring me a solution, not a problem. What no, you they, two they, want to bring they me. They can't, you can't bring give me a solution. No, Sean. You're such an arsehole. It's unbelievable. You talk about bring me a, you bring know me a solution. What? I've got a solution Len, for give you. Give me a solution. Go on, for then. You. you ready? Knock it down. Go on. They leave the club. <laughs> How that doesn't help the stadium. Well, it helps the fans accept it a bit better. Up, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Well, we'll see. It, it it possibly brings us in line for an Americans consortium that will do a leverage takeover. On a on a club they can't afford and can't afford to invest in, and you could end up worse than you are already. So be careful what you wish for. Yeah. Let's hope a beer company buys it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. What, what really is there money in beer now? I missed. Hang on, I missed the point where beer companies make billions of pounds. I thought it was company like Apple and Tesla, and and SpaceX now that are the biggest. Uh, companies in the world they're the kind of companies you want to buy west ham not beer companies beer companies are old money old money and and sure it's all Sometimes about brand you them. know nothing well, do you, absolutely do, nothing well, well just tell me i know you work in advertising are you telling me that beer companies are so rich why do beer companies not buy listen that you're talking about money i'm talking about fan experience yeah, but how? If I, they, I don't we, know. If, if, listen, if we've got the so-called salary cap and limitations, how much we can spend, for etc. Who's got a salary if, cap? 
any football club, he can only spend yeah, so much. Yeah, so usually a salary ceiling that people, and including Spurs, that don't want to go over. Right, okay, well, now answer me this question then. Sensible what? business. Go on then. If dildo salesmen can buy the club, why can't beer salesmen, beer people? I, I just don't think it's a very good match. Beer companies. And what, beer with football, you don't think it's a good match? No, and I can, do you want to tell, shall I tell you why? Oh, please do, I'd love to hear it. Right, so what's been found, why do you think mobile companies are now shying away from advertising on shirts? Because fans don't like those clubs won't yeah. take out and, and there I've is there's this brand this. loyalty that yeah. if you if you if you assign a brand that is a consumer brand yeah to um a football club then the opposition won't buy that i understand that that's the point i always make when i go to places yeah but i mean and it, it, and it could be the same with beer is all i'm saying well it, it But that could be with anything now. There's always a yeah, there's a certain and, that, and, that, and that's why they can't find. That's to, by the way that, why they can't find a a sponsor for the London Stadium. Exact reason. It's too connected to West Ham. You know, it's, it's they knew this before they bought it, and they went yeah, through the deals, and they they stymied themselves to make their their position cheaper. They gave the rights of all this away, Sean. And this is what I'm, t- I'm not talking about spending money on the pitch and everything. I'm talking about fan experience. If it was, I mean, Red Bull, for example, the, you can see what they're doing. Um, not everyone really wants to go to the football without an energy drink. But, you know, anyway. Red Bull are unique, right though. In, in their, they're approaching sports for Formula One and football. They're slightly unique in their approach, um, Red Bull. I was just going back to, I don't know any sport um, beer brands or drinks brands in general that have bought football clubs. Um, I don't know what the right answer is to. All I can say is, if we go back to the fan experience, there is no easy stuff still to do. Because if it was that easy, West Ham and the stadium owners would just do it. They would. The difficult stuff, right, you can't. You know, the land has got certain requirements. Remember, they're building loads. You say the community. The whole thing's being built around them. You oh, Sean. What, oh, what you don't think? Strong. How many students are going to be there? Come on. East, they are is it called East Street? Building. What's it called? What they're building? Have a look at What's the buildings that they are putting up around the Olympic Stadium. Please there do is not gonna be tell a campus. me. There's right. going to be thousands of students community. in the campus. Please do not BBC me. are moving there. There's that an arts, not there's an That's just what we want, and it more people from the BBC going over. What's it Ham. called? East something? East? Here East. Oh. And you are moving there because that was my old art school. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not. Anyway, we, we, well, look, let's move yeah, on. Let's move, yeah, let's um, Yeah, please. My missus is clapping my hair tonight, and she said the hairdresser shuts at, um, soon, so uh, I need to. she's going to shave my head. Oh, see, well, you've gone Buddhist now by the looks of you. Well, uh, well you've got a body for hairdressers it. Don't, um, hairdressers more, don't know. More me, of a so. friar, really. <laughs> more of a monk. Oh, friar, all tuck right, it in. Right, moving yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Monk. Uh, Florida Rammer, what an amazing season so far. It's your mate, Flo Rider, by the way. All right, Flo Rider. Uh, but do any of you fellas 
uh, sense the reason there was no investment in the squad during the transfer window is the fear in Sullivan that the team would require significant investment in the summer should we qualify for Europe. Don't you sense that Sullivan wants to sell high soon and just pocket every penny he can squeeze out of no. the club? No. No. Money was available. Um, look, I've said this and I'll say it really quickly so it's a short thing. 20 to 30 million was available. David Moyes doesn't want to spend it. The money is available in the summer. He can spend that plus some some funds of what other players, fringe players he wants to sell, mm. right? David Moyes likes to do his own due diligence. He spends 10 hours a day watching videos. You might say it's a marriage made in heaven. You know, a, play, a, a manager who doesn't like to spend money <laughs> and a chairman who doesn't like to spend money, right? A ma- marriage made in heaven. But let's not just blame it on David Sullivan. And this suggestion that he's just trying to, not give money so we can sell it high. It's just bollocks, absolute bollocks, right? As I said, and you're going to hate me for this because I didn't write the West Ham till I die article. There's easier ways to make money, right? And if if the if the two uh, Golden Sullivan had invested in Bitcoin in 2010 when it was eight pence or eight cents, I can't remember. I think it was eight cents or so about five something p. Uh, they would be the richest people on earth now if they'd invested. They're fifty-two and a half million in Bitcoin. They would now be worth something like uh, tens of thousands, billions. They would be the richest people on earth, richer than uh, Elon Musk. Or oh, you're boring uh, me now, Phil. By 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 thirty thousand times. So let's you're just say it's not mad, always shown. No, you don't I, do I'm just people, saying there are better. You? you just do tech. I'm just saying. There are better ways to invest your money. Um, it's an extreme example in investing in Bitcoin, but there are easier ways to make money by investing money for 11 years than putting it into a football club is all I'll say. Yeah, you have to be they've got mad. no love for, for, for Bitcoin, have they? They're supposed to be West Ham fans. But, but according to everybody else, they've got no love for West Ham and they've only done it as a business. My point is, if you just want to make money, hard cash, you don't buy a football club. I'm just saying. Mm. Frank. Uh, asked, I can't even remember the question. Yeah. <laughs> he says, Do we think that Sullivan's getting... I mean, I'll answer it. Madly enough, I'm, I'm probably in alignment with Sean here. I don't think they bought the club to, to make a profit. I think they no. bought the club thinking they were going to be like heroes on the white... The white knights on the white horses coming in to save the club. They wanted... The, the thing they really wanted was to be loved by the fans. Yeah, that I think the is right. what they wanted. They wanted to be loved and adored by the fans. And, the, and they haven't been. And, well, they haven't been since I don't think Because let's get this right yeah, Sean. I remember the days when I was the freaking idiot and more people believed mm. you. Mm. All I'll say is, right, on this, just, just to correct a little urban myth. So everybody talks about, and Kieran Maguire from Price of Football has recently been talking about, you know, 18 million, uh, no other uh, owners in the Premier League have taken out more interest in the last 10 years than Golden Sullivan, 18 million. What I will say is, though, uh, they've recently put that back in to buy shares they already owned. So in their 30 million rights offer, right, uh, and remember they own 86%, so 30 million times 86%, is 25, nearly 26 million. So 
between them, they might have taken £18 million out in interest over the last 11 years, uh, but they do still have £45 million left that's owed to them, which they did lend the club. Uh, so it's not they're getting out of it. They originally owned it. They put £25.8 million back in last summer in a rights issue, buying shares they already own. So let's, let's, let's put it in context of the money they've taken out, but also the money they've Well, look, I'll give you another context then, yeah? In the 11 years they've owned the club, I've probably gave them uh, three and a half to four grand. Hey, yeah. That's nice of you. Gave. Yeah. yeah. Um, when they sell the club, they'll, they'll walk out with a profit and as such that they've watched every game for free. I don't understand what you're well, saying. They haven't bought a season ticket, have they? They buy the club, sell it for a profit. They've actually now watched every game for the past 11 years and it ain't cost them a penny. They've got all their money back and more some. Where every season ticket holder that has, or every fan that's give money over actually don't get anything back for it. But, but isn't that in all investments? They took the risk. They bought a club when it was £100 million in debt. When it got relegated, they put their hand in the pocket and put £52.5 million on. When, oh, when we got into the pandemic, political they, they put another £30 million in their pocket. So, you know, all right, they will work, walk away with a profit one day. I don't think they will because I think they die before that and maybe their families make profit, but Hold that's up. another subject. Uh Next up, <laughs> last all right, fellas. He says, if we manage to pull this off and get fourth, let's hope for a qualifying draw like Jokovic instead of Ashta Jurju. Uh, you're right there, Nick, because apparently they're 13th in the Bucharest League or whatever it is they play in. Uh, or Romanian, I should say, league. Obviously, Bucharest. Actually, Bucharest are doing bad as well, so we ain't got to worry. People forget when we got knocked out by them in oh, 99 or 2000. Uh, he agrees with our comments. Lingard's a signing that we should be pushed, but he thinks with Woodward in no charge of negotiations, it won't get done until 10.59 on deadline day a month into next season. Uh, have you got a seat for Southampton, Sean? <laughs> uh, look, I didn't have a seat for Man United, so why would I have a, a seat for Southampton? Got I don't give away that. they can slip you in. Next up, well, Mark, maybe I could make it be made a director by then. Yeah, uh, director of traffic. Uh, Mark threw in. He says, "Evening all." He says he's got a quick question. Good one, I think. Are you happy with the style of play this season? Moyes has said he wants more possession. Do you think we're playing the West Ham way? Sort of three questions there quickly. Happy with the style of play, Sean? Yes. All right. Okay, Len. Uh, do you yes, think we're playing the West Ham way? Um, well, somewhat. Historically, no. But somewhat, um, somewhat, yes. If you think about the 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 if we, we if we're saying. That Ron Greenwood done it that we thought that he took from the Hungarians. It was an evolution that had to be done for us to to progress, and you could say Moyes is doing that as well. It's, it's so also resembles um, 
John Lyle's process of having versatile players as well. Moyes likes a versatile player. So somewhat, yes. Historically, no. But somewhat, yes. But did you think that? Does that make sense, what I said? Or? Yeah, West Ham way, actually, I think, is a personal thing to people. It's almost like a state of mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the thing is that we everybody's got a different outlook on what the West Ham way is or was or should be. Mm. Um is the way we're playing the West Ham way. If you listen to Sam Allardyce, no, it's not. Because according to Allardyce, West Ham way was the losing way. Um, and obviously we're winning. So um, mm. Allardyce... Well, he'd know about losing in a minute. Um, the man that only won 10 away games in three years of Premier League football under West Ham, we've won six already this season. Um, is it the West Ham way? I think... I, I, I don't think it's set in stone in a way. I, I actually think that um, attacking football, entertaining football, is is what Greenwood was trying to get at. Yes. Greenwood thought fans should be entertained, not necessarily. Yes, he, he obviously picked up on the, the Hungarian game when they beat a 6-3 at Wembley that changed the way British football or English football certainly was played. And... Um, I, f- I think the fact is now, I think if Greenwood was alive, I think he would enjoy watching West Ham playing football. Mm. And if fans were in the ground, I think we would all think we're being entertained. The possession mm. bit's a bit funny. Moyes wants more possession. You know, when we're getting games where we've only got 30% of the possession, I, you know, possession is nine-tenths of the law, as they say. <laughs> you, know, I've, I've, you know, but winning games is more important, isn't it? In an entertaining way. We're, we're, we're not negative. When we've got the ball for 30% of the time, we do a lot with it. As such. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy. Next up, Charlie Cooper. Uh, he says, uh, if we do finish top six, we're going to need to invest. Who would you like to see us go for? One player you can sign, Sean, for Europe next season. Show. Oh, he's obviously stuck with um, filling in that. No, and I'm there. I just started talking, not really. I was on uh, mute. Um, uh, oh, well, it's got to be striker, isn't it? Um, Whoever you like. Do you know what? This might sound a bit strange coming after yesterday, but I'd still, uh, I'd still like Harry Kane. All right, there you go. That's just ridiculous. Oh, with I know, you know, yeah, right. I, I just, this is me rolling my eyes, people. Len? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I'm not the best at this kind of skating thing. Um, no, I got a clue. It's quite nice that I know that Moyes um, knows the person and I, that I don't. Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. Is, is, is sort of having that Stuart Pearson feeling when he signed. Suddenly Pearson's there as a but, great player, you know. I mean, when Pearson signed, I don't sort of think you think he was a Man United player, still a big club. that come off the back of winning the FA Cup when he signed us, even though he was on the bench and didn't play that day. Um, but he was an England international as well. And he went yeah. from a Man United who were top four or five in the league back then, winning the FA Cup, to join a Division Two team. That was quite a big step, Dan. Yeah. When you think now, can you imagine a striker leaving Man United to join us 
now? No. Well, we're hoping that Lingard. Mm. Um, that, for me, one player we've got to sign is Lingard. That's the, that's the player I want us to see us go all out for. Even if it takes thirty million, you you don't want a um, you don't want a striker. Well, look, every since the meltdown over us not having a striker, how many goals have we scored? And how many games have we won? Do we need to play with strikers? If you've got midfielders that score goals, you don't need to play with strikers. So therefore, I don't feel the need to go out and buy a striker. I do feel the need to buy a bloody damn fine attacking midfielder. And the other one I'd try and get is a Dharma Traore. There's me too. Then, how about Mar- Marcus Rashford? Maybe as well. Uh, yeah, you go for the ones. Now, yeah, you do that. Jesus Christ! Then, I don't know any mate. Mm, no. I wouldn't know. Can't answer. No. Uh, next up is David Jones. Old Ziggy Stardust. Uh, Hello, Dave. life on Mars. Well, we're about to find out. Well, it looks a NASA. Uh, I, I think they'll find that there was life there years ago. Evening, or would you, Adam, and Eve? West Ham in fourth place. Are they sure the league's the right way up? He said, he've got a question for you, lot. If we could only keep one of the loan players, who would you pick? Dawson Lingard. or Lingard? Well, we know now. Mm. Uh, well, obviously, it would be. But we know he's an obligation to buy, so uh, he's going to be a... It's not a fair comparison. Uh, Dave, don't let us down. Len, Flintstones or Jetsons? Oh, Flintstones. Uh, Well, I'm only saying it because I saw saw much more of that than I did the Jetsons. I always thought Wilma gave me a bit of the creeps, to be honest. Why? Not Betty. Betty was hot. I used to have a West Ham Flintstones T-shirt. That rings a bell. They were about, I think, early 90s. Yeah. Um, Brady out. Brady out. Barry Mickle is delighted with the win, but did anyone else think there should have been a foul given to Spurs in the build-up to the first goal? I know, yeah, Suchek, Flat and Regulian. I I think it was sort of a 50-50. It was one of them where you think they could have given it, but they didn't. Uh, He said it brought back memories of Falbert on the Millwall keeper in 2012. I still don't know how that goal wasn't disallowed to this day. I think if it was scored now with VAR, it would have been disallowed. Mm. Uh, question for Sean. Yeah. Have you thought about doing a game-for-game game points comparison for this season versus last like you have done in the past? It would make better reading this year. <laughs> but you know what? I have, actually. So um, someone did do a points per game, and West Ham are absolutely cane in it. So I have, and I am doing a points per game uh, article coming up soon. So uh, uh, tune in. To Clarence Hughes soon for your points per game article, just for you. So who was it? Uh, Barry. Barry, this one's for you. Baz, My, I'm dedicating this article to you. Uh, yeah. Points per game. All you got to remember is last season we finished sixty points behind Liverpool. Try and guess what our points per game is at the moment. What do you mean, our points per game? Well, we've got 
45 and we've played how many games? 25 games. So it's like 1.75 per game. Yeah, you're right. It's, it's close to 1.8. Yeah, good enough. Look at that. Yeah, well done. Um, you're still there. Yeah. Are we still going, yeah? It was still recording. Oh, wow. yeah. Sorry, that's, I got put off by a text. Sorry, that was my fault. <laughs> Stuart Ling, you can cut that out later. Uh, evening, gents. <laughs> can't be, touch wood. Yeah. Uh, can't believe I'm writing this, to be honest. But, says Stuart, hypothetically speaking, if we were to miss out on Champions League spot this season, would a Europa League finish be enough to keep hold of the likes of Rice and Suchek when the Vultures start circling? Ooh. Yeah, is this talking about strengthening, you know, with this... It could be vulnerable. Yeah, it would be a crying shame to see the project Moyes and his team are building to get dismantled before it really bears fruit. He worries about the lure from the other clubs already in these big-time competitions. Might be just too much for these players of ours that have shown the quality. We know hot property they are now, and our sort after they will be in the summer transfer window. I'd hate to see it all come to an end should we fall slightly short. Um... By the end of the season, as I fear we will. What what are your thoughts? Uh, I'll go quickly. I don't think Rice will go everywhere. I think the only chance we had lose, losing Rice was if Chelsea came in. And with Lampard going, and obviously the, the behind-the-scenes argument. Ain't no, going I, to Chelsea. Shut up. I was just going to say that. With the behind the scenes, everything that one of the reasons for Lampard going was he wanted to buy back Rice and that they thought it'd be too embarrassing. So Frank goes, two shell comes in. They're going down a different direction. I can't see Rice playing for a Northern team, even Man City. No. I think he's a, he, he's an own boy before Sean interrupts me to tell me he that. Is, he is. So he's an own yeah. boy. Suchek. He's a family boy. He's a family boy with his, with his West Ham slippers in Banstead. He's he's got a new house that he designed himself with his girlfriend. His girlfriend came from Chesington. He came from Kingston. And all the time he's been at West Ham, he's wanted to stay local in Surrey with his family in Surrey. And and that's why if he would go anywhere, it would only be, I think, to a London club because he's a family boy and wants to carry on living in Surrey. And I can't that doesn't see give him a lot of playing for Arsenal or Spurs. Chelsea don't want him. I think he's ours for a long time and will be a club legend. Sue Check. Uh, is a worry for me because if some of the big clubs, it's not so much, I think, in the Premier League. I think the likes of Bayern Munich, Dortmund, yeah. you know, they would yeah. be looking at him. And it depends where... The, the, my hope is is the fact that Kufal may yeah, keep him here. Yeah. Uh, as, as well, the fact that he's happy. So, and let's face it, he joined a club staring relegation in the fl- face. Um so I don't think Europa League would bother him. I don't think it would be, oh, it's only Europa League. You know, he, he could have been playing in the championship now for all he knew. Well, no, because it would have gone down. We wouldn't have had the money to sign him. But still, you, you get me drift. Uh, we're nearly there, yeah? We're getting there. <laughs> we're getting there. Uh, my internet. 
Oh, this seems to be slowing up. Uh, Ian Gravitt yeah. says, evening, gents. Evening, Ian. He says, read the comment by Moyes regarding the City game. Can't expect too much up there. My question is, why not? I'm with you, E, actually. If you go with that attitude, you won't get anything. Against Liverpool, we went on the pitch and showed them far too much respect. Yeah, Remember a I few agree. years ago, Moses and Sacco scored there in a 2-1 win. Yeah. Agree that we should be cautious, let's see, but at least have a go. Oh, it's a free hit for me. Get out there, get in their face, and yeah, give it I to agree. them. And if you lose four nil, as long as we have more than five shots on target, I'll go. Well done, lads. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly with that. Sean Dugan says, "Evening, gents. Fantastic performance of the game. Amazing defending at the end of the game. The clearance for Rice Kane's cross was incredible." Uh, he's got a question regarding youth team quickly. Obviously, Ben Johnson's come in and done brilliantly, but Odebeko looked out of his depth. Can other youth yeah. team players be integrated into this team on current form, or is it obvious we need to buy? Could Holland or Coventry get a sniff of a game? Um, well, one's an international oh. team and one's playing in league, like uh, in the championship at the bottom. So, yeah, you know, Holland or Coventry. I, I think I think they have to. I think look. Um, Mipo needs to go out on loan um, to to learn his trade. You know, he needs to have a season in the championship, I think, to, to prove himself. Um, it's it's really tough to do a sort of Michael Owen and come straight in as a 16, 17-year-old into a Premier League team now. Uh, and I'd say the, the same for the rest of them, you know. If, you know, Frederick Alves and, has come in and um, Jamal... Baptiste and all these other prospects, they're all right for cover now and then. But, you know, it's an unforgiving place, isn't it, the Premier League? And I think you've got to cut your teeth on the, in the Championship first, is, is the, the, the modern way. Right. Next up is uh, Stelios Kiriakou, as I move on to my own Facebook page, where I mistakenly put today's question first. Uh, thanks to Nicholas Harvey, who did say to me, where is the question? And I said, well, I wrote it half hour ago. I didn't put your twat, you know, uh, as, as I did, was thinking, Nicholas. Of course, then it turned out I was the twat because I'd put it in the wrong place. So thank you for taking Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Stelios says, if we actually qualify for Champions League, I'll ask a question I was asked on my show last night. Do you have a show still on a Sunday night? Uh, will the board have succeeded in their promise of Champions League football? Oh, will the board have succeeded in their promise of Champions League football? Or is our current success on the pitch, despite the board, and it's just a fluke? Well, current success is despite the board. I wouldn't say it's a fluke. I mean, I wouldn't say it's a fluke at all. I think it's about the alignment of the planets, i.e. we've got more than one or two of the top clubs going through bad times um, Mm. uh, and struggling in the league. The fact there's no fans in the ground uh, means that only 35% of games have been own wins, where normally you will average out 47% of games would be own wins. Uh, more points have been a one away from home this season by, uh, if you take the Premier League as a whole and the home teams. So we've got a lot of results 
you know, that that are a bit abnormal due to lack of fans. I think it's many things: lack of fans, big teams struggling, and then it's opened the door for us to. And we haven't had major injuries as well. Liverpool last season won the league without having major injuries. Now look at them. And mm. I think that's the problem. We haven't got a squad. We've got a fantastic team. So if we lost yeah. three or four players like Liverpool had done, I don't think you'd be seeing us where we are. No. Uh, he's asked another question, but still we're cracking on. Because next up is Dodsey. And he's got three weeks worth of questions to get through. Oh, oh no. God. I'll skip through them. Uh, all right, my answer now. Who's doing? He, he, just to go, he goes, let's get this party started. Uh, Brady out. <laughs> Brady if, out. Please try reading everything, Nigel, just to justify the time we spend to keep you in a job for three and a half hours every Monday. And it was his birthday the other day. So happy birthday, Dodds. Uh, who would be your top three players of the season? Oh, he said, who would be your top three players of the season? And out of the top three, who would be your player of the season? Christ. Bit long-winded, um, isn't it? Well, I've read it out. Yeah. We don't have to answer okay. it, do we? Next up, no, he no, says, Dave Trivett <laughs> posted an interesting <laughs> question on Facebook last week, which if flipped, if West Ham ceased to exist tomorrow, how long do you think it would take you to find another club? Oh, that's a good and How question. long would it take to get the love you have and the hatred for that club? Oh, uh, uh, I, think I'd, I think everyone would go grassroots now, wouldn't they? Uh, wouldn't they surely you can see the that after what I've experienced I think I'll go grassroots Tanners I won't have to love it it'll be like Tanners what do you mean Tanners what? so your local Leverhead. team Leverhead oh right oh right we're managed by um, what's his Talking name about your air cargan no, who were the uh, the guy on Sky Sports? Used to be West Ham Youth. Sky Sports, West Ham Youth. He's on Soccer AM. What, Jimmy Bullard? I don't watch. He that. went West Ham. Jimmy youth. Bullard. I, wasn't he West Ham Youth? No, he was no, born we in West Ham. Him. Yeah, he was born from Gravesend. Didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we got him from Gravesend. I should know that really because my my son is best friends with his son. Uh, but I I forgot his name. Jimmy Bullard. <laughs> Yeah, which is funny because I was good friends with a family called Bullard from Canning Town, so I wonder if they are related. He he lives. He still lives local from his time when he managed uh, Leverhead, the Tanners. Uh, he still lives locally in. Uh, How did that in go? Did he go down the road from me. Um, I think he had he, he had a little fun <laughs> season in charge of of Leverhead, but uh, no, well, it didn't work I out. I would probably go back to the other team I used to go and watch. Who's that? Leighton Orient. Oof, oh, that's God. possible. That's, uh... Anyway, can so we, we start wrapping up May, now? Maidenheads, go and see Dev. Well, they're doing well, do you know. Me. I think with a few yeah. games in hand, they're, they're, in, they're in the chance of getting in the playoffs. Uh, quickly, Paul Nolan, it's a show where he beat yeah. me. He said he's, he's got 
some questions. His kids are loving the supporting the Hammers right now, especially if they are the only Hammers in school. Can I ask you all to tell them, it ain't always like this. Uh, well, this is a job for me, kids, mate. It ain't going to be like this. It ain't always like this. Yeah? Yeah. Listen to your dad, yeah? We're crap. We're a rubbish football team. Every Once every five to eight seasons, we have a season like this. Stand on me, kids. You will be crying next season. But you will love it when you're yeah. older and you look back because it made a man yeah. here. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. It's or character woman, building, if kids. If you're a woman. Nothing like a good relegation when you're a kid to get you one no. win. <laughs> oh. Especially the first time you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing like that. Though. Yeah. Cool. Uh, oh, right, no, we're at two hour mark. Watching match of the day last yeah. night, it was disappointing. People take the time, we take the time. Do you all think match of the day and others cannot accept us? He's put accept, but it should have been accept with an A, Paul. Do your own work, son. Uh, except as being in the top four, as it doesn't suit the narrative, I don't think that. I think it's just the way. No, I'm not sure that's true anymore. There seems to be a David Moyes loving at the moment, even by um, what, what's his name? Who's the host of BBC? I don't Gary watch Gary Lineker. Gary Lineker. That's yeah, he played football as well, Sean. That's probably why yeah. you don't know him. I thought he sold crisps. No. Mm. Old money crisps, Sean. Mm. It's all Bitcoin now. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he says it's always nothing wrong with cryptocurrency, yeah. don't you? Yeah, oh, well, I need to talk to you about Always nice yeah. to beat Spurs. Watching the season, they went down on the Big Mac special in '77. Um, actually, I think the season they're doing on the Big Match is actually '77, '78, which I think finds the season we went down. Uh, do you think we can send them into the bottom half this season? I don't. I think they'll finish top half, tenth. As Who? Spurs, um, oh, he yeah. says, it looks like we're not going to see any games this season. Well, Sean will be at the Southampton game. I don't know about you, Paul. Um, do you think it will be good next season with a toxic crowd back? I think we can we can get past it, and you know we've got to make. I, I, I think a lot of things that we took for granted in the past. And I think we took football for granted. And I think people will make the best of it. And and it will be a bright new world out there because people won't take things for granted, including going to football, cheering your team on and having a jolly good laugh. Right. Yeah. There'll be a lot of parties when we go back, I'll tell you. And I've yeah. saved the best comment till last. Go on then. Paul Turner says, this is the part of the podcast I turn off. John and George leave for dinner. Have you seen how long these questions are above? Time to edit this part of the podcast. (laughs) To which I said, shut up, you miserable killjoy. Yeah, yeah, well done, Paul. You you put uh, the nail on the head. And one of our friends uh, piped up and had a go at uh, Paul as well. Um, Anyway. Look, Are we doing predictions? I know it's hard. Do it quickly. You do your predictions because I know there was a two on Twitter. So do your predictions quick. All right. Uh, Len, predictions. Uh, City. Defeat, a defeat, unfortunately. Gallon, maybe, for... but you know. How, what, well, what, there's steamrollers. One nil loss. Two loss. Two nil loss. Two loss. I'll go for one nil win. Nigel? Uh, I, I think two all. Two all, wow. Well, Mark Reaper I love podcast. your two optimism. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've seen this play because I'm a believer. Go on, then. Go yeah. on then. Twitter, 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 Twitter. Twitter. Go on, so go on. Mark Reaper 
uh, WHU Mark Reaper, who goes by the name of Kevin, says, if we did manage to qualify for the Champions League group stages, where would this rank in the club's all-time achievements? Oh, I hear this attainment. I, I don't Fifth. do this. Let's wait to the end of the season. Come back Fifth. to us at the end of the season. No, I'll, I'll, give tell you the, I'll give you now. We've won three FA Cups and you know, we've won in Europe. It'll be, <sighs> yeah. You're caught up in the moment. I see. Then. So people keep making the 1985 86 oh, comparison. Yeah, I, I, Listen, I, I, I like to remind people that we were going for the league uh, and there was a point don't in the say league that. where Just we cut could this win bit the league. out. No. Right. I've done a video and that's exactly what I say why this season ain't as good as 85 86. All right, that's all right. Let's you. move on. No one's lasted to this Last long one. anyway, especially not Paul. Well, why did you do well, that? I didn't know you was going to say that, did I? I'll give you a production schedule. I can't believe you're making that video. <laughs> no one's listening now anyway. So good. No one listens to my videos anyway, but I'll make them now for West Ham till I die. Last, and I've last comment. Last, last comment, comment is Dan316043040. Because 39 had been taken. He said, assuming seventh place is enough, how many points do you think we need for the remaining games to secure a, a, a European spot? He said, the senior source must be sweating like a scatter in Dixon's at the fault of all those travel expenses. <laughs> uh, 20 points. You think we'll get 20 points? Uh, I think that's how many you need to get European qualification. I don't know the answer. And well, I, 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 we got thirteen games, so I, I think thirteen games. I think we have times. to win seven or eight of them. Yeah. So if we go points per game, it's actually twenty-three. If we go one point seven eight, it's twenty-three points. Uh, let's go for twenty-three points. Uh, I, I, it doesn't. It's all I, hypothetical. I, I think if you get, I think if you get over sixty-four points, or if actually, I think this season, if you get over six, if you get sixty-two points, you'll be qualifying for Europe. Because the, the, there's less points, that it's more concentrated. It about, so you, yeah. you may find that European qualification less points. Champions League football, yeah. I think you're going to need 75 points. Okay. All right. I've been Sean. Len has been. Um, uh, educating Sean about beer. Do your homework. And, it's on uh, the. You haven't. No, do, no. And Nigel has been. I'm a believer. I still believe. And that George <laughs> is long gone. Bobby Moore, more Bobby Come on, you irons. Bobby Moore, more Bye. Bobby Moore. Got there. Six recordings, but we got there. Still recording. Well, we don't know it stopped yet. I'm Danny Kelly. You all know my voice here on TalkSport. And of course, I'm a Spurs fan. I've got to say, I don't see at all where this West Ham and Spurs rivalry comes from. I'll go further. It is one of the few things in the world of football that absolutely bewilders me. Spurs' rivalry has always been with Arsenal. The Chelsea fans have tried to get the thing going as best they can. And of course, there have been some very important games between the teams. But West Ham and Spurs have got no real reason to be at each other's throats. But you know us here at TalkSport, we're nothing if not keen to get to the truth. 
So we've asked a number of West Ham fans exactly what their problem is. Hello, I'm Mark Webster. I'm one half of Johnny Owen and Friends, your Sunday morning talk sport experience. It was fundamentally jealousy because Tottenham in 1961 dared to go and win a double. And I think it really started there. 1961 was the year that West Ham also got Ron Greenwood as their manager. And that started what is deemed to have been the golden age of West Ham, which involved FA Cup wins, European Cup wins, the academy, the whole West Ham way, in quotes, copyright West Ham fans, started around then. And the rivalry, I think, really took off. Hi, I'm Sean Whetstone. I'm the host of More Than Just a Podcast, which is a West Ham podcast. The traditional rivalry um, for West Ham fans was, was Millwall. But, but we don't pay Millwall very often. There was, uh, dare I say, a big club mentality from Spurs when possibly they haven't won anything for a long time. I reckon it's just a lot of the fact that West Ham and Tottenham fans live cheek by jowl. The bit of that kind of elbow of the North Circular with Walthamstow at his heart and then Essex and around to the other counties. And as a direct result of that, it's been Tottenham, who West Ham think are the fancy Dan's, and, and Tottenham fans thinking that West Ham are the upstarts. Oh, lovely Mark, lovely Mark. As regards the fancy Dan things, he might have got something there. The two teams in London in the last half century who expected to play lovely football were Spurs and West Ham. Arsene Wenger, of course, caused Arsenal to do so a bit later on. There's no rivalry there because, by and large, both these teams have played lovely, fancy football while the other teams have got on with winning trophies. It does hurt them. They say it doesn't bother them, but when you look at social media, right, and we beat them, it hurts. Comes out to Lanzini! Oh, Oh! he's done it! It's an equaliser! It's stoppage time for West Ham United! When that Lanzini goes in and you look at their YouTube channels and you look at the social media... That hurts. That really, really hurts. Incredible stuff here at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. West Ham, you cannot believe they're going to escape with a point here. They were 3-0 down after 17 minutes. And there you have it, a rivalry seems absolutely important to one set of fans. And to me, on the other side of the divide, seems absolutely inexplicable. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 